Medtronic Technologies impacted more than 72 million people in the last year, equating to two people every second. Harnessing the power of technology to take healthcare further, each technology has unique benefits designed to serve patients. The goal of this program is to get closer to the patient and delve into the challenges and impact of each technology in practice. This is the Medtronic MedEd learning experience. The SonarMed airway monitoring system should not be used as the sole basis for diagnosis or therapy and is intended only as an adjunct in patient assessment. Medtronic's medical education programs are offered to provide attendees education on FDA-cleared indications and use of our products when applicable. The contents and conclusions of the following program are solely those of the speakers unless otherwise cited. The speakers are responsible for all content and any necessary permissions. The speakers receive funding from Covidian LP, a Medtronic company, for this speaking engagement. For this segment of the series, a discussion on unplanned extubation in the NICU. Why did you decide on the sonar med system? To help answer this question are Dr. Ashley Fisher, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Quality Improvement Director, and Dr. Jawad Javed, Medical Director and Division Head of Neonatology at Children's of Illinois. This device kind of came on the fold initially, and it, it seemed like a game changer for us. And it was really a big reason why uh, we really pushed towards our committees of getting uh, sonar med to come to our institution. So why the sonar med system? Despite all the interventions, as I mentioned, you know, we really were able to kind of take it from 2.1 to 1.4. We really had a hard time kind of passing that threshold of less than one per 100 vent days. Uh, we really wanted to continue to maintain the kangaroo time. Uh, during cares and really critical moments, we've really started implementing the model and had been doing that for some time prior to this event, uh, prior to this uh, machine coming was the two person care. We do a lot of cue based care. So we're not going in there and examining the infants without two nursing staff or nursing staff and an RT uh, together uh, to make sure that we are doing more neurodevelopmentally appropriate care. Uh, we presume that the ET tube had tended to move during these critical moments, but there was really no great way to measure or monitor this drift that occurred. Um, and sometimes these unplanned extubations were occurring outside of cares, you, just even in normal respirations, typical infant movements, um, hiccups, swallowing, causing the tip of the ET tube to rise. When you're talking about a micropremie infant, you know that there's millimeters of margin that you have to really determine if you're too, too high or too low. Uh, and you know the uh, chest X-ray is not always the the most effective way of, of really kind of diagnosing or, or seeing where exactly the, the tip of your tube is in, is in relation to um, the infant. So we really wanted a way to monitor these ET2 movements in real time. And that's what SonarMed was really able to do for us was to give us more real time information as to where that tip is in relation to the carina. Uh, and how we really can kind of push the margins. And I'm really happy and excited to show you some of the data that, that Ashley will show you in the next couple of slides of, of where we were able to, to really kind of push the marker and why we feel that SonarMed was such a, a strong system for our institution. We have been able to reduce our unplanned extubation rate to now 0.51 per 100 ventilator days um, for the last six months. And we've really noticed a lot of um, the bedside staff has really been able to, to realize how much movement that ET tube actually has more at the bedside. Um, a lot more focused on watching that during the movement, during cares, during x-rays, 
um, during transport of these patients as well, and obviously during kangaroo care too, um, which John will talk a little bit more about later on. So this is just a little bit more about kind of those original, um, you know, corrective measures we tried to take. So you can see we, we really started this project more in around 2016, um, trying to pay a little bit more attention, trying to see if we could have different measures to decrease our implant extubation rate. So our small baby unit opened up in the fall of 2016, um, where we're really focusing on those two-person cares. And then 2018, we started trying to do a little bit more focused work on the unplanned extubation rate. So we did that mass education of ensuring everybody in the unit had a uniform way of doing their x-rays, making sure the heads were midline, they were straight, the, um, the tube was held in a um, proper position. Um, and then also working with our, our pick line positioning during that same time. Um, so we did do that mass education. We were also able to work with our radiologist to actually annotate on the x-ray exactly where that ET2 tip was um, during the time of the x-ray because we all know those times when an x-ray was done and you're not sure with the next person coming on if somebody moved that tube or not. Um, so that was our easy way to be able to make sure that we weren't unintentionally pulling it back twice. Um, we also did a lot more education with the neobar fitting and making sure that they had optimal fit. Um, and all those things really did make some difference and we were able to drop it to about 1.4, but you can kind of see in April and June of 2020. Um, so those three outliers are the result of a couple of really big feisty babies. Um, that really were very difficult to control and monitor, um, you know, and I wish we had someone that, <clears throat> I wish we had this owner back then to be able to have it on and actually see what the movement of the tube was for these kids, because I, I think the tube was probably moving in the room a lot of time, um, and we didn't necessarily know it, and then other times was, was during other transports and those critical moments, um, so I think we definitely had an opportunity to obviously improve that time. And then you can kind of see in February of 2021, we were able to bring in the sonar med system. And so really we haven't had those giant outliers, um, at least in the past six or seven months and hopefully that continues. Um, but you can kind of see we've been able to maintain that lower rate during that time. And while still maintaining all of our normal kangaroo care, we've had a whole lot of small preemies um, over the last six to 10 months. Um, and we've still been doing our kangaroo care and really been able to optimize that a little bit more for our patients. Please tune in next week for a new segment from this series, wherever you find your podcasts. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. Thank you for listening.